Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. I am Gabrielle. I am a former New York Mafia princess, originally from Austria. I am the mother of three and the owner of Too Posh Boutique. And here with my beautiful co-host, Marcella, my daughter. Hello, I'm Marcella. I'm a dancer, choreographer, model, and designer for Too Posh. And I say whatever the f*** I want. My name is Bernie Diamond, and I am the most interesting one-armed Hispanic <laughs> French bulldog lover in this room. I am Polly. I am a certified sexual health consultant and educator, former professional dominatrix, currently working at the largest adult novelty store in the Texas Panhandle. What will they say next? Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. Welcome to our Too Posh Podcast. I am your host, Gabrielle, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Marcella, my daughter. Hello. And my Puerto Rican buddy, Bernie. You know, Marcella has the most consistent... I know, right? What was that? <laughs> it's like the most consistent hello since I've been on the show. Know, your changed. hello has not even like a tempo and a tone. That's it's true. always like, <laughs> hello. Hello. That's true. <laughs> and then my favorite spider in the back there hello. taking care of us and... Being so kind and doing everything we need to do for the show all the time. And Spider. I'm not kind. You I'll are tell you that. so kind. <laughs> Where's we love the theme you. music? Look, there's always some theme music on that's not playing right now. Where'd it happen? Oh, Where'd it, oh the volume wasn't up. Here we go. Oh, there oh. you go. What is it? Ah! What up, y'all? <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> and we have a very special, interesting guest on today. And I have so much trouble saying his name correctly, but Let's he's gonna, what she's he's going to help me. I never know if it's Amar or Amir, and it's Elbow Rye. You're so wrong on you're both. Very, yeah, <laughs> that's, like, you're off on like both. How do you say the last name? Elbow Rye? Elbow Rye is correct. Okay, but the first name, I can't say his first name. <laughs> That'd be like, are you going to call mine Barini? Barini? Yeah. No, because his name is A-M-R, and I'm like, well, I'm Amr. Yeah, yeah, you can blame my parents for that. Amr. <laughs> Do you? Amr. So it's Amr. 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 Yes. But I'm sure he'll let you call Amr. Is it short for anything? Or that is like No, that's my name. So basically like in Arabic, it's spelled, it's three letters in Arabic. Where I, so I'm Egyptian. And so mm -hmm. it's spelled with three Arabic letters. And though my parents translated it verbatim, letter for letter, but you can't pronounce it that way. Clearly. Uh, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> exactly. I see. Yeah. Well, I think it's very interesting and unique just like he is. And um, we met him, Bernie met Amr. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was much right. better than the initial <laughs> interpretation for sure. Uh, a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. And so it was uh, It was really cool. The way I met Amr was, <laughs> no, I, uh, I was on a date with an old friend of mine that I've known for 30 some odd years and we just reconnected. I think we were connected on hinge and then I know, and we've, but we've talked, we're on social media <laughs> friends, but we, since we connected on hinge, we swiped right or whatever it was for hinge started connecting. And then, uh, did you know it was her? No, we totally knew. Absolutely. Oh, I because was like, we're, didn't we're friends her. on social media. So what? we knew uh, I'm not wearing a mask right now. Oh, just, Move it away. Yeah, I'm uh, not wearing that mask. It's a pink mask. Is that pink? I got that out of the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, about I get that. to take him. I was like, I'm not wearing a mask. No. no what. <laughs> Liberal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so um, so she invites me on a date to some birthday party. No, I'm like, okay, it's a house in South. Like, I know nothing about it, but I have nothing planned that night. She's cool. Like, we we're uh, friends. It was his house. 
So got it. Yeah. So, but I don't. I've never. I don't know what his house looks like. I didn't look it up or anything. I just go into a birthday party as a date to a friend. So we get there, and it's very. It was. It was really interesting. So the minute I turned on it, because I'm GPSing it, I've never been to his house. So when I pull into the street, I came from the other side of Carroll. Yep. So I had to make a right onto. This his is street. in South Lake, Texas. This is in South Lake, Texas. And so the minute I pull into the street where I get in any distance of his house, I see the number five and zero in bright lights. It's nighttime. What is it? The number five and then zero, <laughs> 50. And I'm thinking, <laughs> the fuck? And I look at it and I notice it's a, I'm, I know it's a birthday party. I know what it means. And I'm thinking, what, my what the fuck is in the sense of like, holy shit. So you, it says 50 on the third floor of the top of this house oh. to signify happy 50th birthday to somebody. But you can see it so a block see away. Okay. Yeah. And I thought, holy shit, this is really cool. It was cool. I've never seen that. Most people, when they do like a birthday number or sign, it's in like a cardboard box, like cut out yeah. or a balloon. Or it's nighttime and it's like these aluminum Whatever I don't know what yeah, that was. I, I don't know what it was either. It's actually uh, so it was my one of my friends' fiftieth birthday parties, and he asked me about four months ago. He's like, "Hey, can I have my birthday party at your house?" I was like, what "Fuck is wrong with your house? Your house is fine. Have it yours." He's like, "No, no, your house is much nicer." I would have my birthday party. At yeah, your but house. he has a beautiful home. He does. does. That's that's his house. Keep it until January. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, there you go." So I was like, "Please." So I go, "Sure, you can have it at my house." So his wife did everything it was she literally crazy. spent 48 hours at my house organizing all this stuff and she's like can we put this big 50 in the front and i was like yeah put it on the top floor so everybody could see it and there's no one smart. who could not see this yeah. thing so i yeah. pull in and i i, I mean because I don't, I don't know armor at all i've never met him i'm kind of overwhelmed and i very rarely get overwhelmed where i'm like oh fuck how am i gonna find anyone it's a pretty significantly massive house <laughs> so the minute i walk in there Luckily, my t- my friend and her sister, the, my date and her sister were there waiting for me. And you walk in, it's crazy. The whole front lawn, it's, a, it's very overwhelming in a good way. You're like, it's a, it's a wow factor. Everything, that, like most people have grass. He has AstroTurf. And it's, without seeing it, and, and the reason I'll even give the address is because it's online for sale. So anyone looking. <laughs> what are you talking the, about? The, the hey, address oh is, <laughs> what's the address? It's 320. No, 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 no. It's, it's 2103 North Carroll Avenue. So North Carroll Avenue. And we call it conser- conservation grass. It's is that what it's called? Turf. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what the clearly. realtors like to call. So this is, so Almer creates custom amazing homes. And if so, you guys get a chance, you got to go to Zillow and put this address in, which is again. 2103 North Carroll it's South Lake, Texas. It's insane. So that is kind of what I want to talk about because yeah. then we got invited to the house mm-hmm. and I, w- I fell in love with this house. I need this house in a different way, somewhere, somehow, <laughs> well, well, something. On. Before you go in there, I, want to, I wanted to give a very short backtrack on how it got to this point where you guys came over. So I go in the house. It's amazing. The minute you walk in, it's it's just very, uh, it's very just modern it's like nothing I've ever seen in Texas anywhere. It's more of like a West Coast feel. It just it's beautiful, right? Everything is very smooth. It flows really well. So we get there. I meet Vin. I have no idea who he is. I mean, I just I'm I'm meeting everyone for the first time. I meet Armor. I know he's the owner, but I really it's I'm meeting so many people. I'm not really putting to to perspective that okay, he's the owner. He's cool because he's just. If you if you ever get a chance to meet him, he's very humble. You would never know that that mansion is his mansion because he's just humble. His vibe is really cool, <laughs> truly. Thanks. And um and then you know I'm meeting other people through the night, and we end up sitting and talking at the end of the night. 
And I'm like, man, I love your house. What was the, like, what was your motivation? Because when you guys look it up online, you'll see it's insane. But his motivation was based on travel. And I'll let you tell about that. But we just connected at that point, like organically connected, became, you know, friends. And then the next week, we just happened to discuss we both had kids. He invited us, Jet and I, over to his house with his son and his daughter. And we got a chance to just connect and we became we just or immediately organically became really close friends and so my thought was because you know how much i love you and patrick and marcella and do you know yeah i know anyone who listens we're like a second family yeah i was telling almer about you guys i was like this is like my second family uh you know we just i need i need to connect everybody here because i'm all about good connections i clearly learned that he's the same way and then you guys got to come over do dinner Uh and then i'll let you go from there Uh well and so we we were excited. We're always when Bernie says he wants us to meet someone, we always know it's going to be quality, amazing people. So we always right away excited and same vice versa. We do the same thing. Yes. So, uh, but when I walked in the house, I knew immediately it was so much my style. And I <laughs> wanted, wanted to talk about, well, your company name is Elborai Custom Homes. And I wanted yes. you to tell us a little bit because you did a, you had a, what the hedge fund company before that or what was it called? Like well, I don't know yeah. enough about so it. I, I my background is investments. So basically I, I have a you know, I finished economics undergrad. You grad graduated school. from SMU? I graduated from SMU with economics, then I later went to grad school, did an MBA, and I basically worked all my life in investment management. So I've worked in positions in banks, hedge funds, private equity. Um, but in two thousand nine I pretty much left corporate America. And I started working with my family to develop our real estate portfolio. And then oh, in 2016, wow. I broke off completely on my own and uh, built a private equity company to do real estate. But then I also did startup capital for, for new companies. Now I'm focusing 100% on real estate and specifically residential. Because when I, did, when I started doing all this back in 2009, um, I took my real estate development experience from the hedge funds but that wasn't really on the ground. So that was more like doing the analysis and kind of seeing if, if this deal makes sense or doesn't make sense. It's a structuring aspect of it. Um, and I really enjoy it. But even before that, I always loved real estate. I just did. And it not real estate as in like accumulating leases and being a landlord. I don't want to do that. That's not my thing. It's just when I walk into buildings, I notice things. I I love it. I mean, as a kid, when I traveled with my family, I remember going to like, you know, going to Germany, going to, um, to Spain, um, a lot of uh, areas in the Middle East. And, you know, there's like all these lights and all this stuff. And I would like, okay, that's nice. But I like the buildings for some reason or other. I just do. And, um, but I didn't think anything of it. So, you know, my dad was a mechanical engineer and um, he pushed me to start engineering school. So I started SMU as an engineer. Uh, first year uh-huh. and then i realized after <laughs> after starting that's a five-year program i was like i don't want to stay in school for five oh, years God, no <laughs> so i switched over to economics and uh but i've always loved real estate and so going back to 2009 um started developing real estate portfolio for my family mostly industrial commercial stuff but i started taking on the design aspect the interior design aspect of it because i really liked it and it's the only time that I can literally sit down for hours and hours and not get bored and not lose focus. So do you, so you do the whole thing, like the building and interior design? 
I do A to Z. It was it's inc- wow. it's crazy when it's I got a chance to see it. When he was showing the plans of how he did the house, he's now it's it's unbelievable. Like it really, is, whatever software, whatever you use, it's really cool how he can really put it well, together. Well, I learned CAD during COVID. So you learned what CAD, like what computer aided design. So oh my god. So it's not that hard. So <laughs> basically, well, uh, you went to school for economics yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. I'm like, well, and, you're very smart. And, and yeah. you're yeah. And you, and, a little and, bit yeah. Smart. And I'm a it's guy like I'm a guy that can't even draw a circle freehand. Like if you ask me to draw a square freehand, I could not do it. I cannot draw freehand, but on a computer, I can do it fairly easily. So, but anyways, I was at home during COVID for what, six months. And I'm thinking, well, you know what, instead of, so like all the designs I did, I would draw it out actually like on Microsoft Excel using boxes and, and lines. And, yeah. Serious. Like wow. on Microsoft Excel. And I would give it to an architect to put it in, in architectural, you know, yeah. format. And then after, you know, doing this, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can learn CAD. I mean, hell, if I can learn Portuguese, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, that's I, another <laughs> conversation. <laughs> We're getting to that. Don't worry. <laughs> I can I can learn CAD, so I started kind of playing with it, and um, I figured it out. I mean, I know someone who's an architect for a living can do this in their sleep, but I I need to be able to design the layout so I kind of know where the direction of the house is going, which way it goes. So then the the whole like furniture decorating you do that too yes so like for this particular house for this house i did the house like so i did the the drawing the layout the construction the interior finish out and every last detail down to the last throw pillow and And nobody helps you you do all of that no one helped me not one person possible Not not a single person what no serious you saw, I know what I like, house. but I, I would need somebody house. to put it together for me. There's I know. I just, and you, and here's the kicker. I bought all that furniture online. I'd even see the colors. Online? Yeah. What website? All over? There's all, all, all over the place from wherever. I just did, I didn't literally, I didn't go sit on a sofa or a bed or none of that. It's for, just for you, straightforward. For those listening, go check out the address and you can yeah, see no all kidding. the furniture. Yeah. It's really, I mean, it's, the thing is, it's not a smorgasbord of just Blah. It's really no, well thought it out. Is a, no, it is a Pinterest dream It house. is a it Pinterest. Really that's what I kept yeah. saying. It's Thank like you. stuff oh, I pinned. Yeah. That's which, right. You did say that. I'm not kidding. And so I'm like, oh my God, all of this is on my Pinterest, but I can see it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I love that, but I can never put it together. In other words, she wants to buy your house. And there you go. It's for sale. Sometimes <laughs> I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't plan to sell this house. So when I built this oh, house, that was actually my next question. Yeah, like, did you build it to sell it? No, or you absolutely built it for not. Yourself? I built it for me. So, it's a big house. I mean, it's a six bedroom home. I live alone. I don't even have a fish. And so there's, you know, it's, it's like literally, it's so I just live alone. It's not a lot of work. It really isn't a lot of work because I have cleaning crew that comes and fish. cleans. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, the fish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's no. what I mean. Really I'm talking easy. about the animals. No, the fish. That's, that's <laughs> an easy deal. So yeah, I got singular. Yeah. No fish, no house plant, nothing. Just me, you know? And so, <laughs> so the reality is I built it for me and for the kiddos when they come over, but I didn't have a plan to sell it. I knew that eventually I would sell it maybe five, six years in the future and monitor the market. When did you finish it? I finished it last year in August, okay. August 19. All right. So you live in it, you love it. And then what made you I, decide to sell it? The market. You know, I, I knew I was going to sell wow. it at some point. I knew I was going to sell it at some point. And I figured, okay, <clears throat> I'm just going to time the market and see how it does. And that's what I've, you know, I've dabbled in the stock market. 
I I lost my ass. I have dabbled in in you know private equity and venture capital. I've won some, I've lost some. The only thing I've consistently done well with is real estate, specifically residential real estate. Only when I built a house for me have I done really well. So like when I build something from my heart, like when I really oh. envision the way it's going to look and the way it's going to come together. And how you're going to live in and, it. And not, well, yes and no, not yeah. necessarily how I'm going to live in it. <clears throat> so, you know, I've built houses before just because I wanted to have a badass house that'll impress people. It wasn't really because this is how I want to live in it. I was just like, this is going to look pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, I'm a single guy. I've been single for seven years. Yeah, I want a badass house. So, there's, single there's ladies, no, check yeah, out the house. Uh, check out the house. <laughs> so it's not a lie. And any guy who tells you it's not important is lying. Yeah, <laughs> you could live we, here. You know, yeah, yeah, because well, every, you can get to enjoy it if you do. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, ego is part of who we are as human beings. That's For what sure. I believe. And if anyone says, oh, I don't care about how I look, or I don't care about what I drive or what I wear, that's not correct. That's not true. Maybe, but Well, then you look like a me. slob. And that's yeah, weird. and so... <laughs> sure. There's nothing sexy about a slob. So, so, but everything, every house I've done well on has been really because I envisioned it from my heart. Like, really, here's how I want it to look. And it worked. And yeah. it comes true. And mm -hmm. so I kind of start from the top down so like this house that you guys visited, I had, I bought furniture. Some of the furniture was purchased before I designed the rooms that the furniture was going to go in because I wanted the room to be for that furniture. That's obviously, crazy. That's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. Oh, and, and obviously like I'm not going to. God given. Like well, it has for talent. sure. But, but for you got to sure. also be smart. Like obviously I'm not going to build a room around a twin size bed because then I can't do anything with that room but, later but it's but. your part of your envisionment of greatness something that but just like you said to to what you said of everything that you've bought you've built from passion yeah for yourself so when to be able to buy a piece of furniture and envision building something around that that right. says a lot i agree with marcella well, that's like an incredibly god-given universe given yeah because i could look at furniture and be like i love that furniture build a room around it but i don't know how to do that yeah. right and somebody and, do that for me <laughs> Most well, people and, buy furniture doesn't go with any part of their yeah. house. Well, and a lot of builders, they'll build, you know, and this is not a knock on builders. It's just, this is the way the industry has, has evolved that you, you build a room. And I understand if you're a mass builder, you can't design for every, that, that's crazy. It's not cost effective. It's not economical, but if you're building, you'll build a room, you know, 15 by 16, and that's a good size dining room for whatever dining room furniture you could, but it's not the size of the room. It's the ingress and egress of the room and the way the room sits and the way the room lays out. There's a lot of it that, that goes into it. Um, and I, I spend, you know, months designing before I even start building. I mean, that's, that's how it's I crazy. do it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Tell us what your future, what does the future look like for Elborai Custom Homes? Well, good like job. I said, oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. Um, no, I mean... Like plans. What the, do you want so it to be? What I have that is in my advantage to maybe other builders is that um, I don't need to make a killing on every home to put food on the table because I have real estate investments that are doing well. So I don't have to do this. I want to. So I'm doing it because I love it. And I am not... I'm not building homes, you know, that someone else designed and hey here's a floor plan build it for me no there's a hundred other gcs that can do that in their sleep here's a traditional or victorian or you know country chic or whatever you want to call it no i'm not going to do that because again it's not my passion i would be doing you a disservice 
if I accepted it because I, you can find somebody else to do it. What I want to do is build true contemporary in in you know the North Dallas area. No, I mean not North Texas area, Dallas Fort Worth area, what what have you. Um, and I really want to help customers who know they want contemporary, but all they're seeing is what we call contemporary around here. And I just, I really want to help customers who have sort of a vision, but aren't quite sure how to get there. And so that's what I want to do. Um, basically work with a customer hand in hand to create something and to see it from A to Z, from like the lot development aspect of it to the interior, the floor plan, the exterior, the design, even the landscaping, even the swimming pool. It's, it's Look, pretty crazy. Pretty awesome. But, you know, if you think about it, what we're, it, with that being said, if you think about what we're used to seeing in Dallas or Fort Worth, the common build, we see some houses that are three, two, three, four, five million dollar homes that are definitely wow factors. But yeah, they're so old looking. But, th- but there, even think of even some of the contempt, quote unquote, contemporary ones that, we're kind of we're kind of uh, jail. I don't know. If we're, we're like stuck in a thought process of what is contemporary, what's available, or what we can do. And then you see something like what you put together, Armor, mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy because it opens up your your mindscape of like, holy shit! I didn't realize you could even do that. See, I have missed that my whole life living here because being from Austria, I'm very used to this kind of style, and it's always been my I mean, my love. And I built one house before in Austria that, or here. No, here, here. and. And she had a very, this is like the house that there's a lot of feelings about it. The mafia house. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the mafia house. <laughs> so are the feelings, but, I know what, I get the gist of it. Is it good feelings or bad No, feelings? she just, is, she put everything into it. She it's said it was hard like. to build a house. I mean, yeah. even down to like the, what's, what's this every, every The baseboards. Single, no, but no, like oh, the plugs. I, oh, okay. I mean, where you put it, right? It's yeah. every, there's well, yeah, so much that, that, that goes really? into it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Why am I just hearing this right now? We haven't gotten to that part of the mom story. Yeah. But, but I mean, I built one that was, contemporary but it was so difficult because the builder didn't understand what i really wanted and there was so Dude, much so it was non-stop good. fighting like it, i felt like i was always fighting with the builder because yeah. he couldn't understand it and if i wanted something he made fun of me and he was like oh that's not gonna look well, great and i'm like but it's not just the builder <laughs> it's the builder and his subs so the subcontractor so a builder generally speaking is just the general contract it's a project manager so to speak the subcontractors, if they don't understand. So there are, for example, electricians out there, large electrical companies that are, they can come out here and knock this whole building out in two weeks, done, finished. But then you get an electrician that understands like, you know, connect like Z-Wave technology, the the smart plugs, understands, you know, low voltage and what it requires, understands that you can't just buy low voltage from, from Amazon and expect it to work flawlessly. Understand that, some dimmers and some low voltage don't work together. A I lot never of thought about this conversation. Well, Me neither. Ever. A lot of electricians. I'm not mocking electricians. No, there's, there's I don't the, think these you guys, are. It's, it's just that if you're if you're a company and you're an electrical company and what you do is you do you know 200 houses a year, but they're all standard, and then you try to retrofit it later, it's a pain in the ass. Wow. And yeah. it doesn't cost any more to set it up properly the first time around. So I was lucky enough to have an electrician who understands this very well and so it didn't it didn't take me time to to coach him whereas like <clears throat> the baseboards in my house i had one guy uh, a carpenter quote me sixty thousand dollars for labor 
was like, dude, $60,000 for labor. What what the hell are you doing? Or $60,000 for labor. And then I had another guy quote me 12,000. I was like, I'll go with that guy. (laughs) But then, but then I spent weeks having to train him and having Mm. to install and remove and discard and replace. But even all of that cost me 25 grand. Okay. But it's not 60. So, and now this guy's going to work with me from now on because he understands how to do it. That's good. And it's just a matter of, finding the right labor. So what you ran into is not that the builder didn't care. He didn't want to help you. He just didn't have the It was so difficult. Like I couldn't eat my cabinets I wanted. I wanted them to be contemporary and it was almost impossible. I mean, it it was like, that was an unbelievable undertaking. I'm surprised that with a a custom build like that, that I guess, I mean, hearing this is interesting for me because it opens up the mindset. Because I'm thinking if you go to Builder, I'm thinking until now, if you go Builder and say, this is what I want, I just do it. Clearly, that's not the it's case. It's not the case because it not used easy. to be like, it used to be like, okay, so back in 05, 06, 07, <clears throat> there was, everybody was building these, you know, mansion looking homes, right? With a triple crown molding and wood oh. everywhere and all that stuff. And it's cool. It feels, feels like you're in a fortress, right? It feels very solid when you're inside. And so back then, even I thought, oh, building modern is cheap because there's no crown molding. No. <laughs> there's none of this, but it's not cheap because the, the key is every wall has to be perfectly straight because if the wall isn't straight, the framing isn't straight, then the drywall isn't straight. And then to, you know, so the back then they would charge you money to do this heavy texture on the walls, right? Mm-hmm. They call it hand trowel texture and they charge you for that. But the reality is, all that does is hide how shitty the wall really is. No kidding. That's all it does. You don't see it because it breaks up the light. Wow. So if you want a straight wall and and you do smooth finish, like really smooth finish, like museum level finish, you're going to see every single imperfection. <clears throat> so what's inside the wall has to be <clears throat> perfect. Otherwise, I mean, even on this house, I, I had to take down three walls, oh take them down completely and redo them just to make sure that they're straight and could you envision like your own neighborhood with just your homes? Or yeah. is this That's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah, so, so have, that would be so cool. Yeah. Wow, that Ooh. would be crazy. Yes. To to kind of bring it like, like having custom homes by Amar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. We're doing at, good. We're growing. At, like I can see the sign and then you have that whole neighborhood god imagine what that would like look that? like oh, that would be it'd be cool Ooh. i mean that that's the goal really is to to do a whole neighborhood maybe just 12 homes a, yeah, a single but, street um different styles but but the thing is like you know there are so many beautiful homes in texas that were built very private you know mm-hmm. uh, so i was i was with uh, uh customers this morning in their home to see how they're living and so that's another thing how do i design my houses I don't even care. I don't want to know if you want modern, contemporary, two-bedroom, four-bedroom. I want to know how do you live, you know? So how do you live? Where do you eat your breakfast? Where do you, do you go in the backyard? Do you not go in the backyard? What do you want? And so, like, I was talking to these customers. Um, oh, well, we don't want a window in our bathroom. We don't want a window in our tub. I'm like, well, but why? You don't. You live on an acre and a half. It's heavily treed. It would take a pervert to actually sneak up on your lot and get a pair of binoculars to watch you at night. And if that's the case, you know what? You got other problems. It's not. Yeah. It's not the window. <laughs> it's not. So, so like for my house, you've seen the bathroom. So the, it's 
It's not huge, so it's a good use of space. So people want space in their bathroom. So what do they do? They increase the footprint. They increase the square footage, which just adds to the cost. Well, what I did is I added a giant window right by the bathtub. It's crazy. And it's, so so the bathtub yeah. is sitting in front of a window where you think, well, dude, do you really want to take a bath? Well, yes, because outside the window, I created a courtyard. So what did it cost me? A fence and some bamboo and uplights. Done. And now I feel like I'm actually sitting outside. And you guys have seen it. It feels like you're you sitting feel like out you're in the res- garden. Resort kind right. of yes. like it is. I mean, so it's great. just crazy. And, and, and the bathtub beautiful. too. And it's I didn't insane. have to add any square footage, but without that window, the bathroom would feel very tight, and it doesn't feel that way. Not so, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's absolutely brilliant. Thank Anyone you. really, really go check it out. And if anyone is interested in, is there anybody else who does something like this at all that you know of? Yeah, there is a. There's a couple of really high-end builders in Dallas. Okay. Um, I think, I mean, I can I say their name? No, right? don't. No, don't. don't. Okay, so don't say their name. <laughs> no, I won't no, say no. their name. Sorry, no. Uh, <laughs> we're, making this, we're making this show about you. Well, so. there's, there's, all about you. There's, yeah. high, there's a couple of high-end builders in Dallas, but the issue is- And by so, Dallas, he means Azel, Texas, right. not in Dallas. And, but here's, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you an example. So when I, I called one of these builders when I was building this house, before I built the house, before I decided to do it myself, I thought, well, maybe I'll have a builder that that knows how to do this, do it. And then at least, okay, now I understand. Well, he quoted me a stupid, ridiculous price. I'm like, what the hell are you building for these? There's no way. And the case in point is I built it for, you know, not half of it, but maybe two thirds of it. Wow. And okay. so, so, yeah. So yeah. you would say, is this probably your most passionate work yes ever this yeah. house you mean yeah no just i just this mean this like what he's getting into like uh, do, building this it's and- absolutely what i love there's two passions there's actually three passions in my life obviously the kids that goes without saying um how many children do i have? have three i have a 20 year old who's a pre-med and then i have a 10 year old boy and a girl that's about to be eight in about a month and so that's obviously my number one passion um the second is home design Third is cars. I yeah. love cars. cars. I love cars and car design. So I have never, I don't care what car I buy. I don't care what it is. I'm always going to change something about that car just because <laughs> I want to, because they want to make it mine. I'm not talking about like, you know, crappy, stupid. No, that's you know, why I'm laughing. I'm like, I, I love see what he's cars. working on now. It's pretty crazy. What do you do to it? Like, what's an example? Well, what I'll do to, so it depends on the car, uh-huh. right? So I like sports cars. I love sports cars. So what I'll do on any sports car is usually I will work on a suspension. So I'll lower the car a little bit, make it perform a little better, tighten the suspension, change the exhaust note, and put better wheels and tires on it. And then I start playing with the interior. I'm so. like thinking of Pimp My Ride right now. No. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah dude, that was a yeah, cool I, You know, you took the words out of my mouth. I was actually going to say Pimp My Ride, but that's not it. So, no, but it's I, like it's fur inside. No, no, no fur. I'm no. kidding. But all, I, I, like, I have a car. I, one of the cars I'm working on right now, I, uh, it's, it's a 1990 Porsche. So it's a 30-year-old car. And then it's a 1999 And I basically took out the whole interior. It's gutted. It's so I took out the whole interior. And I do this at home. So I have a four-point lift in my garage. I was going to say, just for, for those who we don't know this. what that is. Does uh, that uh, come with the house when you sell it? That depends if somebody <laughs> wants to buy it. <laughs> it's true. This four-point lift is, it's, 
It's something you'd see in a professional garage. Like, really, it's the real deal. Yeah. Where you can actually stack a car, so it's really a four car garage. It's a four car it, garage, yeah. and the garage is air conditioned, so I can actually work on the cars. <laughs> but I, I love cars. I love cars, and I, I, and this is there's a story. So when I was like probably seven, eight years old, I loved those little Hot Wheels cars, little Matchbox yeah. cars, and I remember, I remember very well my dad walking into my room when I was like nine, and asking me, "Aren't you too old to play with these cars?" And I swear to God, I said this to him. <laughs> Dad, I'm gonna play with cars for the rest of my life. Aww. And I <laughs> meant so what I meant back then is the little matchbox cars. I didn't know that I was gonna graduate. So I, I basically got from that to model cars to radio control to go-karts to racing. So I did Porsche Club racing a lot. Oh wow. And then when oh, I have shit. kids I didn't know that. Yeah, when I had kids, I quit racing because I, I don't want to wow. you know, I just <laughs> I don't want to put myself at risk when I have little ones that are yeah. counting on me. Okay, so. that is very Admirable, <laughs> very, yeah. very much. So, so you're an artist, though. You should I mean, see, you know, at the end of the day, it's funny you say that because I actually, and I'll say this. Okay, so I actually talked to a shaman a few days ago. If you if you told me to talk to a shaman a year ago, and I said, that? you know, fuck off, because that's who what the hell is a shaman. I don't even know what it is. The shamanism is like one of the oldest forms of of religion. So a shaman is someone who's kind of connected to the spiritual world. Okay. And so if you're having some sort of unclarity or uncertainty or something, he or she may or may not be able to help you kind of figure out what your subconscious is is trying to to tell you. So I met with a shaman and and, and he he and and the, the the clarity part was I love this. Do I I feel like I'm on the right track? I don't want to materialize it. I'm not looking to make buku bucks. I yes, of course I want to make money for my time, but that's not the the that's not the driver behind it. My goal here is to go from someone who nobody knows to someone who's like, wow, this guy builds a great house. I want to continue. Like I'm, I'm hoping my house gets sold to maybe a celebrity and, or someone who's kind of connected. So I can, so when their friends come over like, Hey, who built your house? He built my house. Uh, makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. And it's literally, it's not just for the money. I, I truly think that there is a giant chasm there's a big gap right now in what people think contemporary is absolutely and i want to help to kind of put that together and i'm not an architect i'm not an engineer i'm not a designer but i have a passion for it and i think that sometimes but passion I think she's right like you're an artist well passion goes yeah. beyond so the shaman said i want to tell you who you are i said who am i he goes you're an artist i was like great <laughs> I can't draw for shit, but I guess I'm an artist. That's fine. Well, I can't draw, but I can <laughs> dance. Yeah, I mean, I'm an artist. It and comes out go. in my own yeah. right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think artist is just the creative right. mind. Right. Um, with that. And, and like, it comes from inspiration. And I guarantee, like, whatever you're going through in life, like your houses will look different by your own. Oh, life it will. Like I'm already yeah, designing sure. my next house. Mm-hmm. I've already, I've already thought about how it is. And like, you know, my, my son, uh, when, when, when he was like, he, he talked really late um, and we, we thought maybe he's on the autism spectrum. It turns out that he's not, even if he was, it wouldn't change a thing. But like my son, he, he, so this is where I, you know, I can do visual spatial. So I can envision 3D objects really, really well and how they look. My son does the same thing. So if you watch my son eat with a fork, he looks like a special needs kid. He can't use a fork. But if you watch him build Legos... <laughs> He can literally take a Lego instruction book, hold it's it insane. upside down. It's he, can, he, can, he can look at an instruction book while it's upside down, turn sideways, and orient the object correctly per that instruction book. And that, I can't even do that. So he, you know, there's, there's people that have special skills. And I, yeah. like for me, I lost my credit card at home. <laughs> 
I have I've literally That's thrown a special skill. I, I yeah I've literally <laughs> thrown my keys You're away. You're spending this like, you know, card. I remember I'm talking yeah, right. I'm talking to Bernie on the phone. I have the credit card in my hand, and afterwards, like Bernie, can you send me some good vibes because I lost the credit card. I don't know where it is. So I lose stuff all the time. I get disoriented very quickly. But when it comes to focusing on this, I can sit for hours and hours and hours and focus on every last detail. It's, it's just something I like. Absolutely. So to, to, to speak to, <laughs> about, to, speak to about, uh, his son, um, it's really interesting. Uh, so the first time I brought Jet over there, so Jet's nine. Jet's every bit of nine. He wants to play. He's, you know, he's just nine. And then, right. <laughs> so the idea is, hey, we'll get the kids together. They can play Noah's 10. Jet's nine. They'll get together and play. And we get there and Noah is more involved. Like he has, and I've said this before, he's like an older soul. And I swear when you, th- it's <laughs> like, he can have a conversation with us about cars and I'm telling you, he can have a real legit, like very present. <laughs> I mean, he understands what I'm talking about. And I'm a car fanatic. He is yeah, also. Yeah. So we'll talk about these multi-million dollar well, hyper cars, <laughs> but it's, but he speaks on like not a 10 year old level of cars or something he's involved in. And he talks on a, 40 something year old person yeah (laughs) it's pretty cool that's awesome now i um we learned all about your home building amazingness section two i want yes section two this is kind of important when i met you yeah we found out that Amar likes to travel or travels business for business or whatever and that he (laughs) uses international dating sites until i met you i did not (laughs) even know that that existed i knew it existed i just didn't I didn't think I, about no, no, it. No. I knew it, I'd heard it existed. I just had never known anyone who would use it because in my mind, there's enough of a shit show of dating in locally. So I didn't think it would be, I just didn't think about it until we had the conversation. Right. So like right. say pretend you go to Italy in two weeks, then uh-huh. do you start now Okay, so <laughs> how does it work? No, well, how does you, it work? Do you so use it's, it it's, when you it, get no, there. No, it's not that cut and dry. So basically, so for for example, I'll give you a real life example. So I was traveling to Dubai um, several years ago when I was doing the private equity. When mm-hmm. I ran a private equity, I was going to Dubai to meet with some potential investors on this this large deal I was working on. I was trying to raise money for it. I went to Dubai through a mutual friend. He said, "I have people you should meet. Come to Dubai." So, okay, cool. So like, I'm gonna be there for two weeks. Are you going to be available all two weeks? He's like, no, I'm going to be with my wife and kids. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do alone? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, and he told me. He said, there's an international website called International Cupid, and so I go, <laughs> I I go to it, and it, it at first I'm like, this is like a freaking mail order bride website, man. He's like, no, it's not. You you can literally just meet people and you just be honest. So I put in Dubai, and there was people I was meeting. So it turns out I met a, a Russian girl who was traveling to Dubai for the week and she was doing the same thing. It's like if you do Tinder, Bumble or if Tinder you do Bumble that, or yeah. Tinder, you go to Las Vegas, you do Tinder Las Vegas or Bumble Las yeah, Vegas. It's yeah, the yeah. same kind of thing, but I'm not looking to form a relationship. I'm just like someone to hang out with, whatever. So, um, so that's how I did it. And, and I actually, I'm still friends with her today since 2016. Oh, wow. And I'm probably gonna, she has moved since to the Dominican Republic, I'll probably go visit her at some point. But I, it, and I've had, and maybe I'm willing to do that because I grew up, you know, in Egypt. I moved here when I was 10 years old. So I still had friends that were very close to me in Egypt. And then my father sent me to Germany and Brazil for soccer camp a couple of times. 
And so I met friends at soccer camp that I'm still close to today. Uh, this reminds me of you. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so having international friends, there's absolutely Aww, so, so the international you know, side of the table. Right, right. Yes. So, so I still, I have a very, very close friend who's in Belgium. I have one in Germany, a few in Egypt. So for me, you know, the world now is, is as close as a phone call or a text. So why not? That, have I think it's when, awesome. When go, yeah. What's been cool about this, the Russian one is that she's like, She's a surgeon. So she, it's like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And that they're like quality. I mean, when we had a conversation, I'm like, that's pretty, pretty badass. Yeah. So. I was like, hey, if you can travel to Dubai in your own dollar, that's, that's a step. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. So then so, yeah. tell us about your one experience. Oh, the shit with show the, experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. We could do a yeah. show just on that one. If I know, we do look, that one, I'm, I'm worried that, that nobody's going to go to my website after that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no we actually, just want to hear a short version. So the it. short version is I, I, I was traveling. I wanted to travel to Spain and Portugal. I'd never been to Portugal. I wanted to travel to Portugal. So I, again, I went to the site. This was back, what, probably November. I met a girl, she's Brazilian, lives in Portugal with her son. Her ex-husband uh, is Portuguese, beautiful, like drop-dead gorgeous. And obviously I'm like, wow, she's, holy cow. So anyways, so I traveled to Portugal. I, I do my own thing, I, and then I meet up with her a few times, and we hit it off. And so I invited her to come back to Dallas to visit. And, you know, at that time I was thinking, well, Come back to Dallas and visit, and you know what? Maybe you can extend your stay. Who knows? You know, because I'm thinking, God, this girl's awesome. And so she comes back to Dallas somewhere around February time frame. I can't remember this past and February. This past yeah, February, February and she brings right? she brings exactly. she brings her son with her. She, you know, he the, his he goes to like a private school there, so they they have flexibility. She brings him here. She stays for a couple of weeks, and then I was like, Hey. Do you want to extend your stay? She's like, yeah, sure, I'll extend my stay. So she extended her stay, and we actually enrolled her son in the local school in my city. <clears throat> and, you know, it turns out even if you're visiting under a visitor visa, as long as you have residency or you have a place to stay, you can go to school. So we enrolled him in school, and then COVID hit. And, <clears throat> and then she was, like, just super scared to travel. It wasn't that the borders were closed, but at first she was like, well, can I— can I wait a week or two? And I'm thinking, yeah, you can wait 10 weeks if you're, she's hot. So I'm like, well, why not? And, and we're, we're going to, but the thing is she doesn't speak English at all. Zero, zero. Her son doesn't speak English. So when I met her online, we were communicating with Google Translate. And when I met her in Portugal oh. for we the first time. We were communicating with boobs and yeah. ass. No, 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 no. no. I, I, there was no boobs and ass yet because she was still online. So how, how oh, good could it be? Funny. So when we went over there, when I went over there, I was literally like translating with Google Translate. Dude, that's insane. Seriously. Right there. And I'm, I'm learning, I'm picking up and because I don't care. I'll, you know, I'll make mistakes. And I know that when she talks to me, I'm talking like a, you know, a, first grade level if that maybe like a kindergartner level so how are you yeah doing? exactly yeah but you saw the video i can speak now fluently <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so anyway so that's I, pretty I, impressive that, that you took covid to learn another language well, yeah well how many months by the way how many months she was so she was stuck here for four months four months and it was like the last probably month and a half <laughs> was so funny. just horrible on both of us because look she doesn't speak the language her poor kid is stuck here he doesn't have his friends i mean yeah she's a single mom and she was under tremendous pressure and she's scared to put her kid on a plane and i'm not gonna say hey i don't give a shit fly i'm not gonna do that and so we we were pretty much living together after knowing each other for two weeks 
<laughs> for oh four God. months Crazy. without the language, with nothing. And then when my kids would come over, they're like, oh God, dad's speaking Portuguese again. We have no idea what the hell's going on. And so, so it took its toll on everybody, you know, and wow. needless to say that that's a done deal. But, you, but how long did it take you to start? So how did you get, because you speak it. It's really impressive. You showed me a video where he's actually speaking no, it's, it's, Portuguese. It's so impressive. How did you, so what'd you do to go learn it? Nothing. Was that a stone? Did no, you get online? No, or? I tried to do the, uh, there's something called Duolingo. I think okay. Duolingo, I did that for a while and then I just spoke it. So what I would do is like when she would send a message, <laughs> she would send a message in Portuguese and I would just basically translate it, but actually understand it. And then say I, it. Yeah. And yeah, I, that's took, really I took, I cool. took, I took four years of Spanish in high school, but it's not the same. In fact, Spanish makes it more confusing. It's easier if you just don't know Spanish at all. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is insane. Oh See, yeah. I learned English with the $25,000 pyramid there you i go. watched that oh, <laughs> there you, you know go. why yeah because it would like ask the question and then it would be described so mm -hmm. that's how i learned it <laughs> seriously oh, yeah, seriously. yeah so i did not know that only yeah. twenty five thousand dollar pyramid wheel of fortune and then soap operas <laughs> there you go soap operas imagine that that, that helps me yeah. all that that is crazy <laughs> so, yeah and she didn't take any time to learn english so i guess i didn't let her i mean i didn't give her reason to i guess i didn't you, I just, you learned her i just learned her that. language that wasn't the plan she was yeah. supposed to learn english oh worked out the other way everything worked out the yeah, other so way so now my friends want me to go to brazil with them so i can speak to girls of course Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> wing man it for me wing well, man it for me brazilian women are like the hottest aren't they so i've dated a brazilian yeah, woman yeah. before and there's something about i don't know there's something like i've yet to meet a brazilian who didn't have like an amazing ass they're known yeah, for ass oh it's, it's just it's, oh, the it's truth. genetically it's like a genetic <laughs> genetics I mean, is that what it is oh my it god it's just man. like it's a different level like i mean every brazilian i've ever met i've only dated one and she's still memorable but but mind. here's oh, the thing so, so why are you not so, with her well, because you know you can't live on just ass and physical ah. the whole time super cool but right. so like for instance really what, there's the but you've price. never forgotten her ass Never. No, no, I haven't either. The girl is incredible. It's like it's it's beyond incredible. But I I do know that she lived with me for four months. I could have asked her to stay, and I was thankful that she left. And you don't miss her. And I no, I do. I miss the physical aspect. That's it. I don't miss her presence whatsoever because it was like poisonous. <laughs> Literally, I mean, it was just it, and she, and and for as hot as she is. And I hate to say this, but and I and I, I wish she can get out of it because she has no reason to be insecure. But she was so gorgeous yet so insecure, so jealous, so possessive. I'm like, I. So the, the dynamic was just bad because I'm social. I go out. Yeah. I have friends. I have friends that are girls. I've. It, it's just that's you know. There's nothing wrong with that. But she was so controlling, so <laughs> possessive, and 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 that wasn't going to work anyway. You know, yeah, my dating experience with that being said, in my dating experience, it feels like this is again, my bias experience, right? From real situations. As I've seen, if I, as I've dated older women in my age group, right? In her forties and whatnot, there seems to be a most of the time, a consistency with a fear of being me or someone cheating on them with somebody younger. And I don't know what it is. I mean, I comprehend why, but there's just this innate crazy gene that I've experienced 
that there's just a controlling or a fearful or whatnot. It's insane. A lot I mean, of it is fear. Yeah. And I think they don't want know, it to happen to they've, somebody else has done it to them. Well, right. They don't want it to happen again. Right. And it must have hurt so bad for someone else to do it. Right. But I'm always big on, I don't want, you can't bleed on me. Like, no. Can't let somebody else's bullshit. You know, that uh, it's a big thing. So, I heard this a long time ago somewhere that men usually do not leave a woman for age weight looks it's more how how you make them feel and if you make the man feel a certain way then it doesn't matter all that other stuff well that's absolutely correct because if you think about it so of all people i've i mean she's a beautiful it's just objectively she's beautiful you're beautiful you're beautiful that's just objective okay so there's no subjectivity in that it's just straightforward so when you think about well why did your ex-husband cheat on you what what the hell is he thinking is he stupid and then it's I'm like after living with her for a few months, I'm like okay, now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. It, and it's not that she's a bad person; she's a sweetheart. She has a kind heart, amazing laugh, good human being. There's absolutely nothing wrong with her as a human being. She's amazing, but it's this controlling thing that makes you feel like, what am I? Five years old? You know, you, you can't. You can't do that to me. I'm not a dog on a leash. It's like a demasculation like it, mm-hmm. of things. It's, well, it's almost like, no, it makes you feel like when someone doesn't trust you, even though you've done nothing wrong, it makes you feel like a piece of shit. You're yeah. like, well, what? why don't you trust me? Why can't you just, you know, you're trusting me. You're sleeping in the same house with me. Your child <laughs> is here. You know, obviously you trust me with that. So how could you not trust me to go I home mean, with I friends? I mean, I feel like, I mean, I've known you for such a short time. Where I feel like you would be extremely trustworthy. That's like the vibe I get. Look, the point, the the point where I get to where I where I don't want to be with a woman, or I don't want to be with a particular friend, or I don't want to be in this job, or I don't want to eat at this restaurant. I'm gonna leave. I'm not the kind of person that's gonna finish my food just because I paid for it. If it tastes like shit, I'm leaving it. <laughs> I pay for it and I go. But I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna get an upset stomach. Just because I paid for the food. That's stupid. That was take probably your, one of the best analogies of how to go. Well, I think you I've you heard. take your loss and you move on. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, because it's your true. loss is going to be a bigger loss yeah. if you stay in the situation. Yeah. Right. it's d- Dating's interesting now because it's true. <laughs> it is like, I mean, it's it seems to be, I enjoy, I mean, I, I date plenty, but it seems to be just a consistent You date show. a lot. I do date a lot. I feel like but, we need a, a scroll. We don't need uh, a you know, dating. But here's the thing about it. But that it, is you know. a different show. No, I know. <laughs> I but it goes funny. like that. I'm, it, you know, at, at where I'm at in life, I know what works and what doesn't work. No, and I not arrogantly. Great. Yeah, I don't know. And not in an arrogant way of like, it doesn't work. Because I, I, I genuinely want to find a, like, we all want to find a person, right? Mm-hmm. We've all had this conversation. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, it's just, I'm not going to, there's not an arrogant time. way. It's not arrogantly saying, it's just like, I don't waste my time. Like, no, I, I, I know I see a red flag now. And before I'd been like, eh, the flag, we've had this conversation. The, red, the flag is pink. I, yeah. Yeah, right? I think it does happen though, as you get older. <laughs> For sure. I, don't, because I we, think when you're younger, the red is super bright and you're like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now it's like, I got the backstage <laughs> passes that one. I got the poster and yeah. I went floor seats of that fucked up show. I'm yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> so, as long no as you more. stay realistic with, uh, no one is perfect. Absolutely. And what are those red flags and what can you work with? Yeah, for sure. That's the most yeah. important. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think you can work with red flags. I'll just, I differ. No. So I think like the, if the flag is red, 
It's red. No, like if, if it's orange, maybe yellow. Well, and especially no, as at our age, right? right at, once right. someone is set in their ways, no, he's right. They're set in their ways. The red flags he shouldn't work yeah, with. Yeah, if it's That's red flag, it's right. a red flag. It's red. That is we did that yeah. show on our but show about the pre marriage thing. We're like red flags. We're still going to continue yeah, that today. Uh, we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's time to go to our party with Miss Polly. Miss Polly, she heard it. Time to party with Miss Polly. When are we getting her back? Number one. Oh, I don't know why I said one because nobody I knows know. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is it really like to have a foot fetish? She says, first and foremost, Miss Polly does not have a foot fetish. However, those that do generally find some type of sexual stimulation from either looking at or playing with the feet. It is the it is one of the most mainstream kinks. Some of those with a foot fetish enjoy certain parts of the foot or certain size feet. They may get turned on massaging them or even like having a foot job where they masturbate <laughs> with the feet. I've seen that porn before. Some are <laughs> very short. It wasn't very, it wasn't like it didn't do it for me. No. I was kind of like, that's fucking <laughs> weird more than anything. Some are turned on by having their own feet massaged or played with. This could have something to do with how many nerve endings are located in the feet. Mm. Tickling, rubbing, massaging all feel more intense on your feet. Some of those with this fetish may like to kiss, suck, or lick their partner's toes or feet, but na- but may not be interested in having their own licked or kissed. Ah, there are endless scenarios for them. It's fucking really interesting. One of my exes had the biggest really? fetish. So what was Keith that? Moses. Oh, we I talked know about that. that. Oh, I forgot my clearly. God. So, so wait, he loved your feet or he loved it when you. He actually said that my feet was like part of the reason why we broke up because you, I you have such bunions deep... and no, corns and no, all that. No, no, <laughs> not at all. No, because I, I would have... expect with dancers. You got big feet. feet. No, well, no. I will answer. Like, Shut up. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, totally no, destroyed no. her life. Right? <laughs> big no. feet, corns, bunions, all of it. <laughs> My feet aren't bad on the top. It's the, like, because they say like, you know, you're, if you work out with your hands, you have calluses. calluses. Right. Right. Well, I dance all day long. Uh, the bottom of my feet are like somebody's hands. So I'm barefoot. So, I'm dancing. She also it, used to. I mean, I was, point, da- I was a point as a ballerina. I just so, think of Keith saying, look, it's No, it's it wasn't me, that. That's not how feet. we broke up. No. He just would <laughs> laugh later. Like it was a joke. But I think that he was actually, I do know one of his ex-girlfriends who he did get off by licking her toes. I've like, never got into that. Like that's not even something. And he something... loved my mom's feet. He loved everybody's feet. <laughs> was he always massaging your feet? No, he was never massaging, massaging them, them, but he would look them. at them and always go, oh, oh, you have way feet. better feet than myself's yeah. feet. It's so funny. Wow. I don't know. I've never, I've never. So he can get off just going to the beach. Man, I'm telling you, right? <laughs> like, sure. Literally. Yeah. Like, no, it's, that's a porno it, for that's him. That's just insane. So I don't know if it's like, I'm all, I'm very sexual. I can look at all aspects of intimacy and sex and be, appreciate most, almost aspects of it. But I've worked in foot and ankle surgery since oh, 2011. That's right. And so specifically, I'm in the OR and I get to see some of the most nastiest shit. Like I get to see wounds. I get to see Ugh fractures bunions corns hammer toes right. like everything so there's just nothing so i can appreciate a woman's foot like in stilettos or heels where i'm like yeah. just nice feet and then you see some you're like what the fuck so but there's never <laughs> been like a sexual turn on about feet do I, you like to suck on toes not at all no it's not something it's not something if some girl was, i don't even want that to happen that's the thing but yeah that's the, i if, don't want that for me either like, <laughs> i don't want some girl sucking on my yeah, toes if if, if i mean it's most so things, i'm so ticklish no thank see, you see i don't feel that i'm not ticklish completely but 
if a girl's like, hey, can I suck in your toe? I'd be like, okay. There'd, there'd be no like, turn <laughs> I don't on to it. Like it. But it no. wouldn't be a turn on to it. It actually and, turned me off, dude, because I'd be like, you're, you're sucking on my toe and I'm going to kiss you without saying that. <laughs> no, no, thanks. I'm good because I walk around bare feet, man. I'm walking around like inside, outside, and you got to suck on my toe. No, I'm well, you know, there's some, clean. There's some well, nasty still, motherfucker who's not going to care, though. There's going to be like, ooh, I don't care. It's not, and, well, because if you have that, a foot that fetish. That person can go to my only Oh, yeah, there's a. So there's. Only fans. We talked about Dude, that's right. Yeah. I've have seen that. About have this, you started though? it? No, not yet. I mean, I started it. I just don't have anything on there yet. <laughs> what is yours going to be your first? I don't feet. know what. Yeah, I'm going to do put my feet on it. <laughs> Dude, uh, have I we talked about this though? There is, download uh, that one. I want to see this. Wikifeet.com. No way. What? Uh, there is an entry in here for one Marcella Ranieri. I know. <laughs> yeah, you found it. Oh, that. that's right. I, get, oh, I, I have a. I'm on. Oh, I did forget. It's a. What is it? What's my score? Uh, you have okay feet. <laughs> <laughs> Show me. My feet. But there's no, like pictures and Show stuff. Show me on your. Oh, oh yeah, that my pictures from like Instagram. Yeah, there's. Did you make it or feet? someone else made no, it? No, it's like a That's somebody. So, what is it somebody called? rates like celebrities and people wiki feet. So wiki feet. So they take pictures like they steal pictures from mm-hmm. Instagram and they mm-hmm. rate the feet. Yes. That's what it looks like. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not offended by that. So I keep my feet nice. Like I get pedicures and Let stuff. Me see. The top of them are pretty. It's just <laughs> yeah. the bottom. So oh. is your name on here, Marcelo Neri? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're about to find out about your, we're about to find out about your corns. My, I don't have corns. Well, saying. he got the top of her feet. He didn't see the bottom. That's right. It's just callous. Your name came up in the pop-up thing. I know we're saying yeah. it, but that's kind of fun. <laughs> Holy shit, there's like a whole thing. Sorry, on you there's here. no entry for you, Gabby. <laughs> this is like like a dating profile no, deal. It's kind of freaky. I know. Okay, we all can do. Wait, hold on. There's. Yeah, it's my picture. So he just stole your pictures off your yeah. Instagram, put them on his site. Well, a wiki, a wiki site, I guess. Wiki feet. Wiki feet. Is there something illegal about that? Or is that just. Like I mean, I think because I put my feet out there, or I put my feet. <laughs> did, I your ex, <laughs> did your ex do this? Because those pictures you all on there. No. Wow. Yeah, I, there is. Well, I think. Well, I know that, but I don't think we were broken up yet when this came up. I would be willing to bet it was someone that saw you on Netflix and was yeah. like, "Oh, look at those feet, Dancing Queen." But yeah, because it's but like there's a celebrity. No, you don't have any feet shots on here. No. Feet at all. <laughs> I don't know. My mom found it a while ago. She was like, look what I found. (laughs) (laughs) But I am, I am somebody who I like to be barefoot. I think there's a thing. It's called grounding and earthing. It's where it's very good to be barefoot. It is good to not wear shoes. You should actually work out barefoot. Like the comfortable soles of your shoes are not good for you. Mm -hmm. It makes, I mean, we are not made to be like, comfortable in our shoes so i am barefoot all the time and i yeah. like I used to that. Doing that i used to hate those there was those sneakers that came out those little feet oh, oh that yeah. little foot i sneakers. hated those, those are terrible i now. think those look they just look fucking stupid they, do. Yeah. they yeah. look so stupid crazy. but that it's wiki also feet good. that wiki feet thing is a stupid app there's nothing on their show's feet i'm sorry i'm annoyed it's by stupid. it it's like a stupid app i mean so. there's a lot of things that are crazy but you know all right oh yeah question, question of, of the, the day, day. The two posh girls ask the question of the day. Wiki feet. <laughs> Spider, I'm impressed you found that. I'm always back here Googling <laughs> what y'all are talking about. That was quick, too. Um, how to enjoy dating and not taking everything too seriously. <gasps> well, <laughs> Miss Polly. Oh, you want to read hers first? Yeah, because she's um, Number one. She said, dating, what is that? LOL. 
I haven't had a date in a very long time. I am too tired to take everything too seriously. Just be yourself. Honestly, it's too exhausting to be someone you're not. Not to mention, if they don't like the real you, why would you stick around anyway? Read the question again. Um, how to enjoy dating and not taking everything too seriously. I'll take this one first. Go ahead. So Go ahead. it's interesting. Dating's really... I enjoy dating, right? I enjoy, I don't know. I enjoy the process of it. Sometimes I'm dating so much, not in an arrogant way of like I'm dating so much, just like there's times I'm, I want to do it and times I don't feel like doing it. So it's a, uh, I have found on my dates if there, if it's a good connection, maybe it's because where I'm at with just different p- parts of life, enjoying friendships, enjoying the show and different things. Um, I've found that it's easier for, a date to get more connected to me to want to make it more serious than it is for me at this point. And so I don't know. I've just kind of have to be, no, he's not bragging at all. No, that's not, that's are we, but are we asking like seriously, like a relationship, like getting no, serious just, fast oh. or but are I mean, we saying like not take, because Miss Polly answered it, like not taking everything too seriously, right. I'm assuming. And then he was saying like serious relationships. Well then, but isn't that kind of all the same thing? It, I'm, I think I'm what, asking. I think it means like, like basically what you are doing, like dating, like you should be able, we say it all the time, like with Gino, for instance, he's a Gino. really great example. He's my, my brother. Son. And he takes it so seriously. We always go, you can go on dates. You're not going to necessarily have to marry this girl like right. become friends first go to a movie you can i'm trying to, to get dinner. him to slut himself out a little bit he just will not well, I think you want to fall in your footsteps <laughs> I, want him, I do i want him to kind of that a was bit. a little bit disastrous but, when yeah, he added to that. but I, I didn't find him that girl though and i didn't get consultated on that last girl at all that's but true that was his saying. own thing but, but he was had you in his head i know he I did, know he did. Well, I, know I also he did. think that like taking it too seriously i think what what maybe what i'm reading here is not so much like getting serious quickly but like not feeling like you're in an interview so don't take oh, the yeah. fact that you're going on a date yeah. so seriously yeah you know like oh shit i'm going on a date what am i gonna do what am i gonna say what am i gonna yeah. wear just just be normal just be, be. yourself yeah. and this has bit me in the ass before so like you know i would i would say actually with with my my kiddo's mom i did everything to make her happy at my expense and i didn't tell her and so in her defense wow. when i finally couldn't couldn't continue doing that you know i was like shit i because you you do it you you do everything to make the other person happy yep. right and you do it from your heart because you really want to make it but but deep down inside you want them to do the same for you yes but i they, have actually been there exactly right but they can't read your mind so they're thinking hey this wow i have found the diamond in the you're rough you're, you're like perfect yeah. you're doing everything that i want and i don't have to do a damn thing and it's not that they don't want to, but yeah. you don't make them feel you don't you don't reach out and Dude, say so I need this, I need that. that, I want this. I, you don't you're not that assertive. Like word for word, right? It's like a boundary that has there been you go, set up. and you don't. Same. And then and then when you finally <sighs> do we it, before, right? yeah. then you're oh shit, you changed. Yeah. Oh, you've become a different person. Oh, you're an asshole now. No, I just went seven years without saying a damn thing. I was yeah. expecting you to say something, but that's on me. Yeah. So if you want something, you have to ask for it. You but have that's to. good. That's so fucking good because at the end of the dude, I mean, right? It's, on. it's true. But that and comes it's with age, the right? But that comes with age. We've had this conversation, mm-hmm. right? And I've, I've same thing. I feel the same way. Where now I'm gonna if it doesn't work for me, it's not. I mean, I I would need upfront to know what my boundaries are, right? Like, right? My right. expectations, and I think it's it's reasonable to set 
I won't call them expectation, but boundaries, because right. I think it's one and the same. Um, but I don't think you have a problem speaking up. No, now, no, no, now, but no, but you're right. But you guys, you got a chance to see me kind of evolve <laughs> in my dating. Where like, if I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. But I also, it, it when I was married, you know, a lot of times it's it builds up resentment, and then when the change happens, it does. Like, the fuck, where did this come from? Right, because you you actually internally you're you're doing something for someone, <laughs> and you love that person, you want to continue doing yes. it for them. But but as you're doing, and you're not getting what you want back, even though you're not saying a damn thing, you're just expecting it. You you're internally resenting that person. You're like shit. They don't give a damn. I'm doing yeah. everything, but that's not fair to them because yeah. they don't they don't know. Yeah. What, what you want, you know? And so with that being said, I know we're going to another show in a second, but it goes down to like, we were talking about the pre, we had the, we, had, we did the show on pre-marriage kind of deal, right? Like questions to ask before. One of my favorites. And like, it's my favorite show for sure. And, and I'm sad you can't stay. Yeah. No, it's we're continuing it, but we got to wrap it up because he it? has, yeah. um, he has to, to leave. Well, but, I promised my kid I would take him for a ride in our project car. That's so, um, awesome. And, yeah, so I, I can't break that promise. No, I you cannot. Yeah. I just wanted to tell you one more thing because we have said it before and I feel bad that I haven't gotten it done yet, but we are adding a new segment. And <gasps> um, Spider, do you are you prepared to play the yes. intro for it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, but I just want to say we can't do it yet, but I wanted to just give everyone a little sneak peek of what oh, it's going to be. Do it. Yeah, she tried to set it up, but. To pull it up. So you're gonna do the first one? I'll tell you why not. But this, is, I want to do a little sneak peek for our listeners that this is coming next time we record. So great! And this, this is, is our new sound. segment intro. That's what we're gonna hear. Come on, Spider! Come He's on, Spider! On. <laughs> Here we go. I found it. Did you send that to me? That is that the one you sent to? Yeah. Okay, that's good. And now, the Tupac <laughs> Podcast presents Reading Erotica with Friends. <laughs> friends. <laughs> friends with Friends. Dude, that's yeah. going to be so good. That's what awesome. Are we, so, so, explain this. Explain it. Well, I was preparing for the show and it was really sad. I couldn't pull it off because I wanted Amr to be part of oh, it. Oh, look, the she pronounced it correctly. Right. I know, I got it wow. now. Consider yourself family now. Yeah, she exactly. Knows name. But I'd love to be on it when you when you're When, when you we're want. really doing it because I had to, it's not that easy to find because you have to find like short stories. I can't do like a long no. one, you know, right. just like five <laughs> minutes or what. And I found it, but I didn't realize I had to order the book. So it didn't oh. make it here Are they time. short stories? Like how short? Short stories. Like five minutes. Like nothing major. <sighs> That's really great. I can't wait really to fun. see. Mar- the one I want to see is Marcella read it. She's going to do like it. I feel like I'm going to laugh. Die the whole so time. Hard. Man, I'd, I'd love to see it. Like that thing, like for me, like I was never a good reader. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, when I went to school in, in, in Egypt, um, went to English school and the professor or the teacher would make us stand up to read. And if you read well, you get to sit down. And I stood up the whole time. I had never, I just like literally arrived to class and just stand up preemptively because I know I'm not going to read for shit. Dude, that's so funny. So I can't read very, like I can't read novels. I just lose, I just lose track. Maybe I have ADD, I don't know, but like I can read contracts. I can read, yeah. I can read business stuff, but I can't read. So I'd, I'd be interested to see how well I do on erotica. It'll reading. be good. That's, It'll be good. Yeah, but yeah. what I found out <laughs> while I'm preparing for this new segment is that you can get paid to read erotica. Are you serious? Wow. If you're what? a girl. So you go on Fiverr. I've used Fiverr you before. 
advertise yourself as a voiceover artist uh, and you get literally paid for the shortest they can thing, hire you people forty dollars fifty five dollars they said it's the fastest easiest money to make guys reading i see a little extra there money right no here shit. In the like, why did you not tell me that before i just i will count me in on the read on that I, I will bet you there are there are more. I don't know. You think there's more female listeners or male listeners to erotica? I bet you female listeners. Probably female. They Way say more female that listeners. females read more of this. Well, they, they. I think females they can appreciate that more than men. Men want to see it. Yep, <laughs> for sure. Well, there's I mean, also I have a whole entire thing on it. What science says, what happens when you read oh, erotica? That's gonna but be it's so gonna be good. Next time, are we yes. next time? Next time, we're yes. gonna be ready for it because the book right. will be here, and then we're gonna do that whole new segment. So I wanted to thank you oh, thank so you. much thank for taking you. the time sure. coming Thanks, on the guys. show. Thank you for listening. I want to make sure Amari, everyone- thank you. Oh, right. Amari. <laughs> Amar. Amar. Uh, make sure everyone subscribe. Please leave us a review. Yes. Watch us on YouTube channel and all the different platforms. We, are, we have started a major social media push. So Absolutely. follow us on all social media yeah. pages. We're posting every single day. We went all the way backwards and- so it's a lot of fun. It is. And if you get a chance and when you go see Amr's page, what's yes. an email address they can, can they contact yes. you if they okay, want to? Okay, you can contact me at amr at elboraigroup.com. Spell that, Elborai. Yeah. E-L-B-O-R-A-I group.com. So if you just want to talk to him and can just consult with him, have a conversation, talk about his house, I mean, it's worth looking at. Go look at that house. You guys Absolutely. will shit your pants. It's insane. And I, I, won't, I won't ask the realtors to pre-qualify you. No, because they're pre-qualifying everybody just to you know keep people from just yeah. Hey, let's yeah. go look at the house, but yeah. just email me amr at e l b o r a i group dot com and I'll be happy to talk to you. Yes, so sir. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, guys. If you like our show, you can follow us on all social media handles. Two Posh Podcast is on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as Two Posh Boutique is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and my personal. Instagram is Gabby Talks and my Facebook is Gabrielle Kendler Gilmore. So reach out to us and here's Marcella's social media handle. Also, our podcast is on all podcast networks um, that you can find. I You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat at Marcella Ranieri. Nothing really creative. My first and last name, name M-A-R-C-E-L-L-A-R-A-N-E-R-I. You can find me on Facebook at Bernie Diamond, or you can find follow me on Instagram at underscore Bernie underscore Diamond, and there you go. And Two Push Podcast is also on YouTube. We have our own YouTube yes. channel. Miss Polly? <clears throat> yes, you can follow me on Instagram at PR by Polly. My Twitter handle is Miss Polly Sex EDU. Hey. Beautiful, everyone. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to podcasts YouTube. and YouTube. You can see us all. Yeah, and and you, everyone have a wonderful day. Uh-huh.